What's going on, guys? It's Shanks Logar back here with another episode on the Lint Roller Podcast. Have you been? It's been a while. It's been a month, maybe, or so, since our, our first episode. Um, things have been pretty quiet over here on the Lint Roller side. Um, in fact, even quieter tonight. Tonight, we don't have anything planned. It's actually just me, you, and cup of coffee. Um, pretty pretty laid back night. Um, if you're going to get bored of my voice, uh, feel free to close out of, of your Spotify or iTunes or Google Podcasts or whatever you listen on. Um, but if not, well, thanks for stopping by. This is going to be a little bit different than the uh, first episode. Um, first episode, we had Kevin. Um, he's actually away at school, and um, we talked about it and said that I would just go ahead and do the podcast like that. You know, if he can jump in every now and then, um, we'll definitely have him back on. Otherwise, in the meantime, uh, this episode is just going to be me talking, but we're definitely going to be trying to get more people on the show going forward. But it's been a while, and I wanted to say hi. Um, and I hope you've been well. This week's been pretty quiet, just the uh, standard, you know, day job and yeah, random things. Not really much going on in my life. Um, I did just want to just, you know, ramble a little bit, uh, throw some thoughts out there and, um, yeah, quiet Saturday night, got my coffee, got my phone. Um, maybe we'll talk about, talk some Twitter. Um, I don't use Facebook anymore. I deleted that a couple months ago. Uh, that used to be my go-to. I remember my first Facebook, I don't know, I was like probably 13, maybe 12. I, I got everything late. I got my first smartphone late. Um, my first smartphone didn't even have a data plan. It was just it was just the phone, but I could run apps on it and you know take pictures, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I just deleted Facebook probably a, a month month or two ago by now. Just in like the whole controversy uh, surrounding surrounding the company and, and, and Mark Zuckerberg. I still use Instagram, I think. I feel like that's kind of stayed out of the spotlight. I'm sure there are some some things to be concerned with privacy-wise in there. And I'm not sure what that sound is, but it's probably someone walking upstairs. Um, but yeah, so Facebook is gone. I don't really miss it. Um, I have a uh, an account that's private just for like developer purposes. Like if you want to have like a login with Facebook button or like something... To that extent, on your website, you have to have an account, and they, they still send you emails being like, oh, you should join, or oh, you should add a picture, and I'm like, yeah, screw off. Um, but yeah, just their, their general, like, I don't know, they, they've apologized so many times at this point, you know, for like, oops, we screwed up. Like, how many times, uh, you know, the, the old adage of actions speak louder than words, you know, how many times can you apologize and mess up like I have great respect for Mark Zuckerberg I mean he started Facebook out of what his college dorm when he was 20 something like I aspire to be someone like that um I just turned 20 a few months ago and you know I I do want to build my own company someday and I want to like that entrepreneurial spirit really appeals to me so I feel for that guy I remember watching I think it was back in September October sometime um or no, actually, it was um, last year around this time in, in, in maybe March or April, um, he was testifying in front of Congress. And I remember watching just the, I mean, Congress, they, they gruel you. And, and most everyone in there is at an age where they shouldn't be discussing a technology like Facebook, which kind of frustrates me that we have or we we, we have the, the, the system arranged in such a way that those kind of cases or um go in front of of people who are incompetent in that area um i mean with all due respect i mean they're competent in other areas which is why they're in that office but some things uh should be regulated differently i think um but that's that's a, a, an opinion for another time but yeah i just remember you know just seeing his face well first trying to explain to people what 
a smartphone was and maybe the difference between Facebook and the internet. And I really felt for the guy, but you know, you can only make so many mistakes before like when, when do we draw the line? And I mean, he's done good stuff. Like they have uh charity and, and all that stuff, but, um, but yeah, just not for me. Twitter's Twitter's the thing for me now and I'm on it way too much. Um, but yeah. All right. What's going on? Uh, a couple minutes ago, I was listening to this song. Um, it's a pretty old song. It's by Jason Gray. It's called Good to Be Alive. And I wanted to read you a uh, part of the chorus. Well, actually the entire chorus. I'm just going to read that to you. kind of spoke to me and I thought it, it, you might be interested in it. So here it goes. Um, I want to live like there's no tomorrow. Love like I'm on borrowed time. It's good to be alive. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. I mean, it, it's kind of cliche, the whole thing, like live like it's the, like your last day or like you're not going to wake up tomorrow or whatever. But, you know, I think it's good to be reminded of that every every now and then. Um, I mean, literally, we don't know what's going outside. Um, we don't know what's going on inside of our own bodies. We quite literally, I mean, hopefully not, but we, we, we technically could drop dead at any moment. And I feel like there are a lot of things in life that could either be um, depressing and hold us back or can be inspiring and push us to do something better. And I think if we look at this in the right way, um, you know, like if, if we're going to die and we're going to die, it's in- inevitable. So we might as well, I guess, make the, the most out of it. Um, and you know, uh, try and, you know, make the world a, a little better place for everyone else, whether it's even just doing things that you want to accomplish in your lifetime or, you know, helping others or, or a mix of both or whatever. Um, yeah, I think that's a, a good reminder to have. All right. What's in the news? Politics. Bernie Sanders is running again. Honestly, I I, I, I kind of go between, you know, every time between elections, I just, I'm like, oh my goodness, let's just flip off the news. I can't stand politics. I don't, I don't want to hear politics. I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I don't, I don't like who's in office. Um, I mean, we're all human, you know, it's inevitable that we're all going to fail in, in some shape or form. But um, I think it's pretty interesting that Bernie Sanders, I think he's close to, he's close to like he, late seventies at least. And um, I think there was an article about um, if he was elected, he would be, I think the oldest president possibly. Uh, don't quote me on that, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, and, and, and speaking of, you know, time and what we're accomplishing in our lives, I think it's pretty impressive. Like at that point, I'm probably just going to be sitting in a lawn chair and and, and drinking lemonade or something if I can even open my mouth. But here he is, you know, uh, going to rallies and, and being an inspiration to younger people. So, I mean, while politics can be crazy, I think that's one of the reasons why he has such a following, um, especially with young people. And, and, you, and you know what's funny is is I think every generation goes by, and, I mean, it's on both both young and old are like can't relate to each other or there's just this this huge divide in the middle and i think that's really inspiring that um and that's funny i just started out this whole this whole rant with oh i hate politics and, it, and it's so dumb but um no seriously um i mean look, maybe maybe we're approaching this wrong we're not putting the effort if a guy like bernie sanders can you know connect with people of all ages maybe maybe we're the people who are um at fault all of us for, you know, not for that, that divide every, between every generation. Um, I think it's kind of interesting. Every generation goes by and we're like, oh, you know, back in my day or whatever, like we hang on to all these, these weird things just to, just, just to, just to give an excuse. We're, we're masters of excuses, you know, if, if something goes wrong. And, and I mean, I'm guilty of it probably more so than anyone else, you know, something goes wrong, you try and, 
try and blame others or other things or things outside of your control when a lot of times things, you know, maybe maybe something happened, but you'd be better off just fixing it than complaining about it or making an excuse why something went wrong. Um, excuses are, are so are so yesterday. Um, but yeah. Another thing uh, related to time. So I was watching a um, YouTube video this morning, slacking off like I always do. Um, it was uh, Philip DeFranco. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, he's a popular YouTuber who does like these news news videos every, every, every weekday, I believe it is. Um, and I can't remember the gentleman's name that, uh, he was uh, talking about, but the man made headlines. Um, so he was being paid out a enormous sum of money, uh, recently. I believe it was from a county he was, uh, wrongfully imprisoned in. And before he was, he was, uh, paid out money from, from another, area of the country I, I think it was higher up maybe maybe uh where he was tried further up in court or, or whatever it was um but one thing that uh defranco noted uh in the video which really popped out at me was that you know he's being paid this enormous amount of money but um to give you a little context uh this man was wrongfully uh imprisoned for so many years like I think it was like 20 years or whatnot, like he's coming out and he's like in, in his late 70s. And um, he was wrongfully imprisoned for uh, supposedly murdering his wife and child. And DeFranco noted that, you know, uh, he's awarded this this huge sum of money, which is great. And hopefully he can, you know, enjoy the remaining time of his life um, with that money. But there's really nothing that can that can buy time. It's It's just this thing that you can't put a price tag on, you know. And um, in his video, he discussed the, the death penalty, and I know a lot of people are against it. And I'm, I haven't really put much thought into it or research or kind of, you know, introspection uh, to be what, what I feel about the death penalty. Uh, of course, um, death is an awful, awful thing. Um, I mean, depending on, on, on its context, of course, it, it, the death penalty is an awful thing. Um, but I'm not sure. I feel like there might be some things. I think there are some things that weren't, you know, the that are just like unforgivable, but I think that's, I wouldn't want to be the person making that decision. Um, that's a really, that's a really hard thing to do. I can't imagine ever being, you know, the judge or even the, the executioner, or even the person walking him into the execution room or whatnot. Um, but yeah, there's nothing that can buy time. And I, I feel like it's so easy. I mean, me personally, especially, um, I have just such a trouble and I've, I've been getting a little better, but I still really struggle with finding a good work-life balance, um, I mean, there's always something that can sneak in, especially, you know, in the age of, like, uh, technology where a lot of work can be done remotely and you have different flexibilities, like, flexibility and remote work is great, but then you find yourself in the position of, oh, I can always do more because I have my computer in front of me or, or whatever, and I'm sure that's the case in many other fields as technology kind of creeps in, you know, even just having your work email on your phone, um, I know a lot of people have deleted their work email from their phone. I haven't been able to do that just yet. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's very easy. Uh, we, we, we put people who work a lot on, on pedestals and it's, I mean, it's not just we and whoever, and you know, the people who work a lot and make a lot of money. Like, I, I mean, everything, there's, there's an appeal and I mean, you know, I want to, there's, there's a, it's marketing and, and 
everything in general like you know i like i personally want i mean it's you want everything bigger you want a bigger house you want a bigger apartment you want a bigger car you want a bigger phone you know and what's the means of doing that it's not downtime or and spending time with you know the people around you but it's um it's working more and working longer hours and working harder and um yeah i think it's it's really good to keep in the back of your head that you know time i mean there's a reason we're paid for working more right time is time is valuable and if <laughs> it's kind of hitting me personally as i'm saying this but you know if we're always spending time doing something else um and not having as as much time for people around us like you're never you're never going to get that back you know especially if you have kids or something or or you're with someone who's who doesn't have that many years left um yeah just uh, take a second and appreciate everyone around you and maybe don't work so much um i mean you know you have to do what you have to do there's bills to be paid and and there's there's obligations but i guess doing your best to cut out the unnecessary um busyness it's it's really easy to fall into a a busy work cycle i think at least for me personally um i mean you know everything sneaks in and um maybe it's only you're only on social media for five minutes but that's five minutes you could have spent with someone else you know just a thought. All right, what's going on in the world? Honestly, I don't really want to look at the news right now. Um, $35,000 Tesla. So that was interesting. So the Model 3, uh, that was one of Elon Musk's, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, stuff surrounding Tesla. Um, Elon Musk is, is one of my personal role models. I mean, the negative is he does work a lot and he pulls these crazy hour weeks and that's not great, but he's you know, just his, his drive and his, 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 uh, his goals and his, his passion to just make humanity better, you know, whether it's through electric cars and, and, um, I was talking to a friend and he was like, but you know, the materials, you know, and the, and the charging station, like, you know, the charging station's running off of electric, which is like coal powered and the materials, like it's not a hundred percent clean process by any means manufacturing those cars. But you know, the thing is it's, it's, it's a right step in the, right direction and um you can't you got to give the guy some credit um and i mean he his his end goal is to go to mars and he's you know he has spacex his other company um but yeah one of his first uh, promises with tesla was um getting the uh one of their cars down to thirty five thousand dollars um so far uh Teslas have have been quite a bit more and and they still are if you you know if you add on all the packages like the self-driving package and like the nice wheels and and different things but the base model right now is, is 35,000 so that was a huge deal um I think that's pretty cool um I own like a, a few a few Tesla shares so it's it's always exciting to see new developments with that and um yeah I think that's really awesome all right let's talk about something that hit the news this past week um Michael Cohen what are your thoughts on that? Be curious to hear. Shoot me an email or hit me up on Twitter or something. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Shang Slogar, um, and you can email me uh, Shang at shangslogar.com or wherever else. Um, you'll you'll find a way. Um, but yeah, that's that's something that caught my eye. I was actually watching some of the he was his testifying in front of the um, the House Committee, I believe it was. Um, and if you're not familiar, he was um, Donald Trump's uh, personal lawyer, I believe it was, and, um, he, he is, is being charged on, on counts of, you know, like, I think it was tax evasion, different things, um, 
and you know, it was interesting. He was he was in front of Congress, and one of the things people are really worried about is that um, whatever he says could take down the president, essentially, um, because he was so close to the president, and the president directed him to perform some illegal acts. Um, so, in terms of how Republicans and Democrats handle this, Democrats are are are, are fairly. Um, fairly nice to him and it, it's a very clear difference if you go back and watch some of the footage uh, republicans try and you know attack his character um I, I think it was monday or tuesday uh was when he was testifying on trump and um and he mentioned you know early in in, in the hearings he was like uh, it's been how how long and none of you have even asked me anything about Trump, and that's what I'm here for, instead of you're, you're attacking my personal character. And then uh, someone brought up something which was really interesting. Well, f first, let's jump back to just the fact that they were attacking him. I think it's interesting that in all levels, or at all stages of society, we don't grow up to some extent, you know? Like, there's always that that part in us that is just, like, savage and, and argumentative and wanting to tear. Like, there's, there's malice in everyone I think I think we suppress it very well but I think sometimes um or maybe maybe that's maybe I'm coming across this the wrong way I just think it's interesting that these people in in high places you know still still have these um these really negative and unprofessional um ways of of communication um communication is such a difficult thing um in general I think I mean, if if all of us communicated perfectly, um, can you imagine the kind of world we would live in? I mean, uh, we might not even need horns on cars, <laughs> um, and maybe we could all cut off our middle finger. Like, you know, um, if if you know what I'm getting at, I think it's interesting that, yeah, just just communication is such a barrier sometimes, and and communication and preconceived notions and bias ah oh, there's so many things the the human mind is is such a such a spider web of things um but yeah i found it interesting um that they were attacking his character and saying yeah you're you know you you've you've lied in the past you've so he's he he's testified before congress before and he lied lied to congress so that's what they were referencing you've lied in the past you've committed all these crimes and why the heck should we you know listen to you now and someone brought up an interesting point i believe it was a democrat that brought this up which was you know like so many cases legal cases rely on the testimony of someone who's turned and maybe done something wrong, you know, maybe been a close accomplice of a criminal or whatnot, and then they've turned and kind of recanted their old ways, and they've testified um, in such a way to bring a case to justice. And um, wh what the gentleman was saying was, if we never believe anyone who's done anything wrong, then we can never come to, you know, like that discredits so many things, which I think is interesting. It, it kind of brings... The, well, first the the attacking of personal character, and then that comment the uh, gentleman made. Um, it's, it it just it, it it brings to light how imperfect we are as humans, as a civilization. You know, um, nobody's perfect, and benefit of the doubt 
um, is so important, you know, giving people the benefit of maybe, maybe, I mean, of course, that has to be earned a lot, you know, trust is such an important thing too, um, but, you know, you think as people who are more closely involved with kind of legal dealings, you would think that they would be more willing to accept someone and not be calling him out for, you know, lying in the past, cheating in the past, etc. Of course, you know, it's the whole, there's, there's politics intertwined in every aspect of that. So I understand that. But, um, I think it's interesting that how, how that came out. Um, but yeah, so he's, he's definitely going to go to prison for some things. There's still some investigations pending, which might reduce his sentence, I believe. Um, there was a, there was an interesting part of that whole hearing where, um, an older, older member of Congress called out or didn't call out, but was asking him and she was like, are you, do you, do you swear under oath to not pursue any book deals or any, you know, any, any, any monetary benefits from, from this, his experience, you know, Michael Cohen's experience as Trump's lawyer and whatnot, and this whole, this whole ordeal with, with going to court and everything, and he said, no, no, I can't, and it was kind of funny how, how she took that, um, I mean, can we, can we expect people to never, you know, go to, go to prison once and then never make a living for themselves, or, like, I mean, it's, and to be fair, I'm not taking his side on anything, um, well, I'm neither for or against him. I don't really know too much surrounding him. He could be lying for all we know again, um, just to reduce his sentence. But I feel like it's interesting how we try to, I don't know, we, we lock criminals, like, I, you know, I mean, one part, like, a crime's a crime, right? But, you know, in terms of, like, I feel like you spend your time in prison, and then, I mean, you should be, you should still be under scrutiny, but I, I think sometimes we're a little too hard on, on like, ex-prisoners, maybe. Um, and then there's some things that just, like, are crazy. Um, like, California just lifted a, um, or not lifted, but they're working. So, uh, I believe it was recreational marijuana became legal in California, but you used to be able to, or you used to have that on your record. I mean, like you, that was a criminal offense to, to be caught uh, smoking marijuana uh, before that. And... They have recently been going through records and, and trying to, you know, um, lifting those crimes out of people rec- people's records. And um, that can, you know, affect people who are applying for jobs and, and whatnot. You know, you have to check that box saying, you know, you've committed a criminal offense or whatever, and then maybe even explain it. And it's like, you know, I feel like some things... Like, we should just be able to forget about it after a while. I'm not very familiar with how the legal system works in general. Um, maybe some things are automatically, you know, um, sealed up after a certain period of time. Um, I don't, I, I didn't think so, but I just think it's interesting. Like, you know, every job application you've ever applied for, it's like, have you committed a crime? Which, I mean, it, it's, to be fair, you know, um, it, it can, I don't know. It, it kind of goes back to the thing that we're all human. And, uh, we can't, we can't judge someone's character, you know, uh, you can't read a book by its cover kind of thing. Some people are amazing. And then maybe you look at their history and you're like, oh, well they were, you know, not so great. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I don't know, some things shouldn't be around forever. Like second chances kind of thing. Um, 
<laughs> I, I guess maybe I'm just a pretty optimistic guy. I don't know. I feel like sometimes if we just hold hold people down so far, it's like almost hypocritical because, I mean, everyone's done something that they're not proud of in the past. Maybe not criminally um, or, or criminal, but, uh, you know, we've, we've all made mistakes. And, um, of course, there have to be consequences for those mistakes. But then maybe after that, um, maybe we don't have to be held so accountable. Um, but I don't know, maybe that would make people more willing to uh, commit crimes if they're not going to be held accountable at the end, you know? Um, I mean, you know, there's there's serial everything for a reason. All right, so we're going to switch gears really quick, and let me catch you up a little bit on my life. Um, so first podcast, or first episode uh, last time of the Lint Roller podcast we were talking about relationships and exes and all that stuff and i mentioned i was going out on a date with a girl well that's official and we have been dating for over a month now um and we're going to a uh tedx a local tedx um event tomorrow which i'm super excited about if you're not familiar uh ted uh talks are are pretty popular talks um people of all backgrounds come and make a, like a 30 minute or whatever talk, um, kind of like their experience in life. And, and they're usually very insightful and very well put together and, and very professionally done. Um, TEDx, uh, um, events are, are offshoots of that. Um, they're run by local people in this case, it's the local university. Um, so there's gonna be a bunch of speakers that they, you know, they manage, I believe. And, uh, if you applied for, to give a talk, you'd be applying, through the local university instead of like just one main organization happen uh man man, i can't english let's take some more coffee uh managing all the applications um so it's just uh, a local event but i'm still super excited about it i was watching a uh, ted talk the other day um and it was about grades in uh school and how discouraging it can be to just you know, uh, well, if you get an F, that's like a failure. And um, there, I can't remember the the woman's name who was conducting or who was who was presenting, but um, they had done some research and some studies and had done different things. And um, you know, there's some people who just you know just the 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 notion of getting an F is just like oh you're you're worthless, you're nothing. Um, something that they experimented with, which was a little cheesy, I I thought, but um, it seemed to help was um you know, not yet. So instead of, instead of putting an F on your report card, it would be a not yet. Cause I think the thing we put in place too, too much value on is, is the pass fail uh, mentality, you know? Um, I mean, even if you fail at something, you still learn something, even if it's not how to fail, you know, the next time. Um, yeah, you know, it's, I think it's interesting that we just try and check all those boxes. Um, like, we as humans lock ourselves into such a like uh, linear, linear approach to things, or like we lock ourselves into really tight boxes um, in terms of accomplishments, or like you know you're applying. And I mean, a lot of it is necessary um, just to like filter out, um, f- you know, different people and, and different different things. Like say you're applying for a job and they want a you know two years of experience and they want you to have experience doing this or that or maybe a bachelor's degree or master's degree or whatnot like that helps filter out candidates but I think it's interesting that I feel like we place too much value and 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 college in general is shifting a little bit 
Um, I think there was, uh, I was looking at this recent study that was saying, you know, less, less people going, are going to college nowadays, um, in general, um, just because it's, it's lost its value in, in some sense. Um, I mean, I'm not, that's a very broad and general statement. I can't, I, and I don't mean to discredit anyone in any way. There are tons of smart professors and colleges and colleges are a super good thing, but, and some, for some people, like for me, it, it wasn't, uh, that valuable. Um, but I think it's interesting how we, I don't know, we just, we set ourselves up almost to fail or like, you know, be like, feel like we failed. Um, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to solve this problem where I'm going to try to do this test. And like, I mean, you know, tests and all that. I don't know. I thought it was, it was a super interesting talk. Um, but yeah, the, the idea of, you know, not yet, you know, maybe, maybe you screwed up, maybe you had a bad day. Um, well, tomorrow will be better. Like, it's not like, oh, the day was a disaster and, and that's it. I feel like that you can kind of apply and carry on that concept into a lot of different areas in life. Um, I don't know. That's that's my personal thoughts. Be interested in hearing your feedback on that. Um, but yeah, I think in general, we can be very hard on ourselves. And that's interesting for me uh, personally. You know, if, if I ever um, have kids someday and as a parent, you know, kind of, how to approach the whole learning process and I mean you know every I mean I I went through it as a kid of you know you get a a bad grade and it feels it feels bad like that's the thing you do you you finish a test and you compare grades with all the other kids that's just like that's the thing you do um and even yeah just the whole comparing mentality we're so we're so built up to um we're kind of built up in this almost fake manner because a lot of times tests can just be can can be random. Like if you if you pass it, maybe you just you know checked off the right multiple choice or something. And and a, a lot of times it's it's more actual intelligence. But I'm I'm trying to I'm reaching for examples here. So just go with it. Um, there's there's a song. Um, can't remember the ar- artist. Basically, every name is escaping me tonight. But it's like how superficial. Um, things can be like we're not you know you're not worried if 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 um you can say afford something but you're just worried if if you have it for for safe say for example like you know a really nice car maybe a bmw or or even a tesla or whatever um you know i mean you see someone driving down the road with that you're like oh well they must be important or you have a rolex on your 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 wrist or you have like the latest iphone or something like that oh they must be important you know and what does that lead to it leads to loans and credit card debt and uh just this whole consumerism mindset we're always reaching for the next next thing and i mean i'm guilty of that i was just shopping for phones this afternoon i don't need a new phone but i was shopping for phones because you know mine's coming up i think uh, 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 maybe two years old at this point and um i don't really use my phone that much i don't need another phone but everyone around me has a new phone and you're getting all these ads the latest you know the latest galaxy just came out the latest iphone just came out a couple months ago and we're just driven to spend money, and then what happens? We have to work more to pay off, pay 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 for those things, and and then we're I don't know, just materialism in general is it's just insane. And I'm 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 the biggest hypocrite saying all this, but it's so dumb. Materialism is 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 dumb, you know. Um, if we could just um, 
I was, I was listening to a um, podcast, How I Built This, with Guy Raz. Uh, it's an NPR podcast. You should look it up if you aren't familiar with it. It's really good. And it was a podcast with the um, the founder of, or the co-founder, I guess it was, of um, Burt's Bees. So they're the folks that, um, it's those those like yellow chapsticks and like face wipes and different facial products and, and, and skincare products that you see in a lot of drugstores and like your Walmart, CVS, or whatever. Um, it's beeswax-based stuff, so Burt's Bees. Um, and... She was talking about early on, and I think it was the early, maybe the late 80s, um, she um, was living with with a person that she eventually separated with, but she was living, or they were living in, um, like, out in the middle of Maine, um, in, uh, I think it was a log cabin or something to that extent, and she was saying that both of them worked, you know, a couple hours a week. And, um, she, I think she mentioned that they made probably four to five grand a year. Now, granted it was, you know, the eighties, so maybe that's worth a bit more with maybe seven, seven to eight grand or whatnot. But, um, but they were living just fine. Like, I think it's interesting. Well, because she was saying, you know, they didn't have bills to pay. Um, I don't know, probably property tax or whatever they had at that point, but you know, no electricity, no running water. Um, I think, I think we don't give ourselves enough credit for the kind of the skills we have and our ability to make do with less now that's not saying that we should just you know strip off all our clothes and grab some leaves and go run into the forest and and never see anyone again just spend our life our rest of our lives as a hermit but i think i think we undervalue like how how resourceful we can be and and what we need like we let others tell us what we need. We let others tell us, okay, this is how much you should be making at your job, or this is what you should be doing, or you should be going to school, or you should be going to college, or you should be, you know, you should be married at this point. Um, you should have kids at this point. You should have a house at this point. And if you don't, you're a failure. And it, it kind of goes back to that um, that idea of a report card and and that thing I was saying about you know putting not yet instead of you know a big fat F. Um, we really, we really, as humans, and I mean, that's instinctual. We have this hurting uh, concept is, is, is part of us. You know, I mean, every, every animal, every, every, everybody, um, you know, the, the, the phrase, no man is an island. It's really, it's really true. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an instinctual thing that we have to herd with other people. And I think at this point it's, we're, we're, it's, it's unhealthy. It's kind of better to make your own path. Um, uh, if, if you can, um, of course you can't completely, but just, you know, just kind of have the mindset that it's okay to not follow the crowd and, and do your own thing and, and do what you think is right. But, um, going back to that interview, uh, with the, with the founder of, or the co-founder of Burt's Bees, um, you know, $4,000 a year. Can you imagine? Like, I don't know how far, like the, I think the poverty line or whatever, um, the cutoff for like a lot of financial assistance stuff is like maybe 20 grand. Um, can you imagine living on four grand a year? Um, there's a, uh, YouTube channel, uh, called Yes Theory. Um, it's pretty popular. Uh, you might be familiar with it. Um, the guys in their, in their latest episode, they made kind of like a documentary kind of thing. Um, and it was, uh, just subjecting yourself to like intense, intense cold. They went hiking up a mountain, I think in their underwear. Um, they jumped into freezing water, all this kind of stuff. And, uh, a common theme in that was just like, you know, how powerful, our minds can be like we've made ourselves pretty lazy we i mean a lot of us lead pretty comfortable lives you know and it's like stubbing your toe is like the biggest pain point of your day 
Like that's insane. I think. Um, I I've <laughs> this is this is pretty lame. It's coming from a a place a place of of privilege. But you know now when I like say run on the treadmill, it's like so easy to give up. But um, I remember hearing once um, that you know our our bodies are so much more capable of what we allow our like allow them to accomplish. And you know when you feel like giving up, you probably can do a lot more. So think about the next time. Uh, you know the next time you want to give up on something. Just think, well, we have so much, we have so much stuff, like this is relatively easy. And I'm not, I'm trying, I don't want to overgeneralize because of course, um, I, I don't know who you are um, right now. I, I'd like to know, reach out, say hi. Um, but you know, everyone has their own challenges and struggles. And and personally, I, I lead, lead a pretty, pretty easy life. But it's, you know, it's so easy to forget that all and and just be ungrateful and just complain and be like, you know, Oh man, like uh, what my what what my coffee came out the wrong flavor out of the drive-through or whatever, or had the wrong creamer, or like it tasted a little burnt, or my sandwich was missing, you know, avocado, or I asked for a side of you know breadsticks and they gave me a side of something else instead. Like it's so easy just to get caught up in 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 life and forget to be grateful, and kind of you know going full circle back to, around to the beginning when I was mentioning that song about kind of living like it's like there's no tomorrow um i think that could that that you know it puts perspective on things because if we died do we want the are, are we going to allow the last things out of our mouth to be i didn't get my side of breadsticks you know um or you know there, there there's there's too little garlic on my bread or something like that i mean you know garlic's important so whatever maybe that wasn't the best example but you know just kind of you know just living life thoughtfully um if we were thoughtful about so many more things you know thinking before we 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 lashed out at someone um looking both ways before we cross the street on our phones um you know just just asking ourselves you know pausing do i really need to say that do i really need to like should this really upset me um something i've been doing personally um is just trying to become more introspective like I, I've always been pretty analytical by nature, um, so that's kind of helpful, and it's almost like I have to be analytical and, and be introspective, but, you know, like, say I get upset over something, just questioning yourself, um, why, why, did, why did I react that way? Just kind of replaying it. It's easy to just have these moments go by, and then things become habits, and, and they're harder to break, but say, you know, say you are upset at someone, or you say something or you do a certain thing and and it's not the person you want to be and you know it's not the person you want to be just kind of you know really quick just snap back and be like okay what just happened there why why did i react that way why was i upset at that person like is it because i'm having a bad day and i'm just lashing out like and and you know i think we it can it, it can be very helpful to form better habits and and just being mindful in everything we do you know being grateful for what we have being mindful with our actions um, and being thoughtful and considerate and compassionate to others, um, you know, it could really, really make this world a better place. You don't have to be, you don't have to be a Bill Gates or a Melinda Gates or have a million dollars to give to someone to, you know, make, make things better. Um, you can, you know, you can wake up and go through the drive-through and maybe pay it forward, you know, pay, pay for that person's coffee behind you and, and make them smile a little bit, you know, like we're, we're capable of so much more and we're full of excuses, um, and if you can't, if you don't go for coffee in the morning, you know, hop onto maybe Kickstarter or hop onto GoFundMe. Um, there, there's so many people who, out there who could, 
you could use your help or even, you know, or hop on your, your Instagram and, and leave a nice comment on someone's picture and say, you know, you look really nice or, or call up a friend. Like there's so many ways we can impact the world if, if we just try a little bit. And, um, I think we could all do a little bit more of that, but I'm at least speaking for myself. All right, guys. Well, I think I've rambled on long enough. Um, thanks so much for listening. This has been another episode, episode two of the Lint Roller Podcast. Um, if you want to follow me on all the socials, I am at Shang Slogar, or you can just, you know, type me into the Googles and uh, reach out. I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Say hi. Um, tell me your thoughts on this episode. How did you like it? Um, hopefully, we'll have more people to talk to coming up. But for now, it's just uh, you and me, and you know, still got that coffee. Um, it's kind of it's kind of running low, so we're getting a little 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 tired here. But um, yeah, thanks so much for listening, and until next time.